nice to have you here. Sheila opened up with a prelude titled Serenity. It's good to have a sense of serenity. Because sometimes we look around these days and things look a little bit bleak and be, be uh, excused for feeling um, worried sometimes because there's a lot going on out there. This song is called I Heard an Owl and there's going to be a refrain on the wall for you to sing with me. And it's a reminder that no matter what happens, we get to rely on, on love. God's love for us and our love for one another. So join in on that refrain as it uh, comes around. Then I'll have one more song after that. I heard an owl call last night, homeless and confused. I stood naked and bewildered at the evil people do. And up upon a hill there is a terrible sign that tells the story of what darkness waits when we leave the light behind. Don't tell me a hate is ever right or God's will. These are the wheels we put in motion ourselves and the whole world weeps and is weeping still though shaken i still believe the best of what we all can be and the only peace this world will know can only come from love i am a voice that's calling out Across the great divide, I am only just one person that feels they have to try. The questions fall like trees or dust and rise like prayers above. But the only word is courage and the only answer, love. Join me, so don't tell me hate is ever right or God's will. These are the wheels we put in motion ourselves And the whole world weeps and is weeping still Though shaken, I still believe the best of what we all can be And the only peace this world will know can only come from love Light every candle that you can, we need some light to see. In these days of deepest loss, treat each other tenderly. And the arms of God will gather in each sparrow that falls, but makes no separation, just fiercely loves us all. Don't tell me a hate is ever right or God's will. These are the wheels we put in motion ourselves, and the whole world weeps, 
and is weeping still though shaken i still believe the best of what we all can be and the only peace this world will know can only come from love one more time don't tell me a hate is ever right or god's will these are the wheels we put in motion ourselves and the whole world weeps and is weeping still though shaken I still believe the best of what we all can be and the only peace this world will know can only come from love can only come from love can only come from love thanks for singing I want to move to a song that just kind of builds on that theme that it's that it's uh, that love of God that is carrying us carrying us through a, um, a song, a hymn actually, from our hymnal, O Lord Your Hands Have Formed from the Philippines, by Ramon and Sario Oliano. To retune a little bit here. <clears throat> it talks about, there's some Im imagery here of um, springtime and rebirth and regrowth, and it's always possible, and that's what we take with us. Even in dark times, there are there are lights that shine and reasons for hope, like this one. Lord, your hands have formed this world. Every part is shaped by you. Water tumbling over rocks. Air and sunlight each day signs that you make all things new. Yours the soil that holds the seed. You give warmth and moisture to sprouting blossoms, crops and buds, trees and plants, the season signs that you make all things new. Like a mat, you roll out land space to build for us and you earthly homes and better still homes for christ the truest sign that you make all things new celebrate God's presence among us. Secondly, this is a big day, hence a couple balloons reminding us that 25 years ago was the first worship in this new space. So, I mean, that's really a remarkable thing to be able to say. I'm curious, how many of you were here 25 years ago in this? That says, that says a lot, doesn't it? That's just wonderful. It's good to be a part of that story that's ongoing. And it's also great this morning that we have assistance to the bishop, Pastor Andy, who is with us this morning, who will be bringing us the word. And I'm sure he has greetings to share with you from the bishop, we. So we have 
sisters to Bishop Eddie Yee and Bishop Wee, and I'm sure you'll keep it straight and there won't be any problem. <laughs> there won't be any confusion with you at all about that, okay? I know, it's, <laughs> I'm sorry, it was, it was a bad attempt at humor, you're right. So at any rate, it is good to be with you and those who are worshiping with us outside this building right now, who are watching us, who are sharing with us in this worship, we greet you. We are ever so thankful for your presence and your love of this ministry and support of it as well. So as you are able, I invite you please to stand that we would join in our opening hymn. This morning, in the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The litany. We will share in the words of litany that call us together in worship. You will find those portions printed for you in the white. We call on God for many things. People around us call us to be quiet and not raise a fuss. We hope that God will hear and answer our prayers. We have hope in the midst of darkness. For God has acted in this world through science, through the labor of many, and God has the word of the Like the blind man, let us call on our God for help. Let us actively hear the word of God. Our hymn of praise. Our hymn of praise is Open Our Lives to the Word, sung by Ray McKeever. May our words, may our songs, may our worship this day fill up our hearts and show us the light for our days and open our lives to the world. Open our lives to the living word. Open our hearts to the truth we have heard. May our words, may our songs, may our worship this day 
Let's join our hearts together in prayer. Eternal light, shine in our hearts. Eternal wisdom, scatter the darkness of our ignorance. Eternal compassion, have mercy on us. Turn us to seek your face and enable us to reflect your goodness. We pray this through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, and the people of God say, Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the hearing of Scripture. Daryl, thank you. The lesson today is from the 31st chapter of Jeremiah. For thus says the Lord, sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise and say, Save, O Lord, your people, the remnant of Israel. See, I am going to bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, those with child and those in labor. Together, a great company, they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with consolations I will lead them back. I will let them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I have become a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. The word of the Lord. In all, uh, all times of doubt and hope and fear and all those things we uh, the song kind of reminds us that we can lean on lean on God Blessed is the one who walks in your favor, who loves all your words and hides them like treasure. In the darkest place of our desperate heart, they are light, strong, sure light. Sometimes I call out your name, but I cannot find you. I look for your face, but you are not there. By my sorrows, Lord, lift me to you. Lift me up to your side. Eternity, God of all mercy, look on my fainting soul, keeper of all the stars, friend of the poorest heart, touch me and make. 
You are my defender Who is against me No one can trouble or harm me If you are my strength All I ask All I desire Is to live in your house All my days Lord of eternity God of all mercy my troubled soul, keeper of all the stars, friend of the poorest heart, touch me and make me whole, Lord of eternity, God of all mercy. me and make me Amen. Thank you for that. Good morning, everybody. The Holy Gospel today, if you are able, maybe to please rise for our Holy Gospel. According to St. Mark in the 10th chapter. Oops, sorry about this. There we go. They came to Jericho. And as Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and said, call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his coat, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, my teacher, let me see again. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. And immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. And this is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. Please be seated.
Hello, Trinity Lutheran, um, all those who are both here in person and all those who are online. It's really great to be here with you. Uh, for those of you who I haven't met yet, I'm Pastor Andy Yee, um, assisting Bishop Shelley in the bishop's office, like Pastor Tom uh, uh, shared with you this morning. It's really good to be here with you, right? It's one thing, I think, to do ministry uh, by yourselves. I, I tell my kids all the time who are into music, it's one thing to practice in your room, but when you gather as a band together, it's a whole different story, right? So uh, when we gather as a church in different ways, in different configurations, in different even structures, right? We're exploring other ways of doing music. And so thank you. On behalf of Bishop Shelley, uh, on behalf of Bishop's office, thank you for partnering with us so that we can continue to explore in so many different ways how to do ministry together. And with that, siblings in Christ, grace and peace to you from Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So I would like to talk about the gospel lesson this morning and uh, maybe just start off by saying that if we just think about this gospel lesson as a, a good miracle story, I think we're going to miss something huge. Because you see, this is the second of two um, stories about blind men being healed. Uh, the first one, we, we didn't read uh, just recently, but it's a couple chapters back in Mark, uh, Mark 8. And that was the first one. And this is the second one in Mark 10. Uh, and and what, what happens is that St. Mark uses this kind of literary device to kind of point out something. Uh, he uses these kind of uh, bookends to say that these things are important and, and you should pay, something, pay attention to something here in relationship to those ends being uh, described also about what's in the middle, right? And so those ends are really important and the middle is important as they are relating to each other. It's kind of like when I uh, used to play that game and it was kind of a cruel game, but Monkey in the Middle, did you, you ever play that, right? Monkey in the Middle when I was little? We, we, you know, we have a ball or something, and then there's a monkey in the middle, and then we throw the ball to our partner on the other side, and the one in the middle is trying to catch the ball, right? The, that, that game only makes sense, right, if you have the ends and the middle together, right? If you don't have the ends in that game, you're just, you're just standing in the middle with the ball. If you don't have the middle in that game, right, what are you, it's just a game of catch, right? That game only makes sense. Right? If you have all the parts there, the bookends and the middle. And I think that's what we are um, invited to see in St. Mark today. Those ends are where, the he where, where the blind men are the ones who begin blind, but we find out that they are the ones that really see makes a difference. As well as what's in the middle. And the middle is what we heard in the lessons these past couple weeks. Right? The ones who think that they can see actually are, what? Blind, right? We begin with the blind, uh, with, with, with the rich man, right? The rich man thinks he can see. He followed all the things of, of the commandments since he was born, right? He, he thinks that he is, he's got something there, right? But when he can't really give up all his possessions, when he realize that, realizes that he is trapped, right? He, he cannot let go of the power of the wealth uh, that, that traps him, right? What the, what, what, what's the consequence? He leaves, depressed. He's grieving. He's sad. 
right? So the ones who can see really are blind because of the things that, and you think you are more, um, uh, you are able to see more as disciples? No, last week, it was about the disciples, right? The disciples who think that they can see, and it's even worse for the disciples because the disciples, where did they begin off? They began poor like everybody else before they were called to uh, be a part of Jesus in his circle. But once they started to taste the little bit of power of being on the inside, sometimes that little bit of a taste can just taint everything. Right? So they argue about who is the greatest among them, right? And, uh, and Jesus ends up saying, that's not what my glory is all about. Right? The disciples have no clue what the glory of Jesus is all about, right? And even when Jesus explains to them what, uh, what, what this glory is all about, how do the disciples react? They're scandalized by it, right? They said, no, you've got to be kidding. Your glory cannot involve being uh, uh, dying, dying and raising again. That's not what we want. That's not what we expect, right? So the, the disciples are blind as ever. And then Jesus goes on to try to explain some more about the first will be last and the last will be first. And do the disciples understand that? No, I think they're coming away as confused as ever. It's, it reminds me, and I just watched this uh, last night again, and uh, this is something clean to actually um, show maybe your kids. It, it, it's, it's like the Abbott and Costello routine of who's on first, right? They are blind as ever and confused as ever, and the evidence is today. Today, they completely miss where the glory of God is. They completely miss it because they tell the one who eventually is able to see, the only one that maybe is able to see in this whole story, to what? Be quiet. Be quiet. Shut up. You know where your place is. And then so maybe for us, Maybe the message for us is that we need to see this happening. We need to maybe, as people on the outside, on the bookends, maybe to help come to the realization that maybe we are blind even though we think that we can see. Even though we have power, even though we have wealth, even though our bodies are healthy. Maybe we need to come to the place to realize that sometimes we are blind and more blind than the ones who we think have it worse off. And this is one of the things I came to realize as I worked at Josephine for all of these years, even before I came to uh, the bishop's office. That working in Josephine where I was working with people who were blind, who were losing their eyesight, losing their ability to walk, losing their ability to go to the bathroom by themselves, losing the ability to get up from bed by themselves, losing all these things left and right. It is so easy for us who are in power, who have healthy bodies, to overlook them and not to see through their eyes. So siblings in Christ, I think today, we are asked to realize that if we do that, if we fail to see through their eyes, if we fail to see um, what they see, maybe we have lost 
something completely. Maybe we are as blind as the disciples are in this gospel lesson for today. Unless we see what the blind man sees, maybe we are confused as ever. So I think one of the things that I want to do for the rest of this sermon is maybe give us a chance. Maybe give us a chance to see a little bit differently. What, does it, what, what is the blind man seeing? I would love to change our perspective a little bit to maybe allow this blind man to speak. Allow this blind man to speak to us by sharing, by getting a little bit of a glimpse of what this blind man sees. So what I'm going to ask you today is to be a little bit risky. To maybe put away our side, our power a little bit. To put aside our health a little bit. Maybe just long enough to see through the eyes of a blind man. Maybe just long enough to hear what the blind man is saying. And so I want to invite you to that space right now. Maybe before we do that, let's just take a moment of silence so that we can enter into this different space and maybe hear this gospel lesson a little bit differently um, going forward. So just take a moment with me and let's be in silent for a minute. What might have been going through the heart and mind of this blind man? St. Mark says, as Jesus and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. I wonder if the blind man was thinking this. If my blindness and my Needing to beg is not bad enough. The thing that hurts the most is that nobody sees me. Nobody sees me. They have to find my place. Not standing with them on the road, not standing with them in the crowd, but in my place, my place is clear. My place is sitting on the side of the road. I may get some crumbs in there, even a donation, but it's not really about the money. It's that nothing changes. I'm still sitting on the side of the road as I've always been. Nothing changes. My name is Timaeus. Hmm. You know what Timaeus means? Timaeus means honor. Honor. What a joke. The Gospel of Mark says, when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You know, I'm blind, but I still see I know what it is to be honored. When you're honored, you're invited to speak. 
but no one invited me to speak. It's like I live in a different world. I'm not invited to speak. And nobody really speaks to me. They speak about me lots of times, but not to me. They speak about me like I'm not there. And the sad part is that I'm standing right, no, I'm sitting right there. Do you realize now why I needed to shout even to Jesus to simply have mercy on me? Jesus. Jesus of Nazareth. There is no honor when I am the only one who has to make the first move. The Gospel of Mark says, Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Yep, told always to be quiet. You know who has the power. I'm not to speak unless I'm invited to speak. I'm not to bother the master. I'm told to stay seated until I'm invited to stand. And the sad part is that I've never been invited to stand. And I've never been invited to speak. Speaking when you're not asked to speak means that I have disturbed the hierarchical order. Speaking something again because nobody seemed to listen the first time puts me in a category of being a nag. Saying it more loudly sometimes eat. Uh, makes everybody afraid because they're afraid that I'm going to act out in violence. Does my life only matter when those who are in power say that my life matters? I wonder. The Gospel of Mark says Jesus stood and said, stood still and said, call him here. Finally, something has changed, right? Jesus stood still while being on that road. Are you telling me that Jesus stood still while being on the road? Didn't move like everybody else. It wasn't just business as usual. He said, call him here. I'm asked to move for the first time in my life. I'm asked to change, physically change positions, right? I'm finally asked to move, no longer being there, but now being here. It's at least the start. But ask me if it's reached the place of honor yet. Yeah, no. Call him here. No one asked me. I'm still here. It's like those laws that went into place that made sure that nobody is allowed to spit on me anymore. It's a great start, yes, but I still long to be seen and maybe to be spoken to directly. Grateful, yes, but I still think we have a long way to go to get to honor. The Gospel of Mark says, and they called the blind man saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. 
take heart. Get up. Roll over, play dead, beg. Enough said. Hmm. The blind man. I'm not saying that I need to be Iron Man or anything, but for once I would love to be called by my name. For once I would love to be, not to be defined by my disease. The blind man, have mercy on me. I am more than that. I am right here in front of you. And I do have a name. The gospel of Mark is given to us, siblings in Christ. In just this brief moment where we are invited to see through the eyes of a blind man, I'm wondering for us if something has changed. Has something changed in you? Being invited to see through not your own eyes, but to weep together with this blind man in a different place, has something moved in you? It's like that beginning song, right? With the owl, that we are invited to weep with the world. We do, are, are, are called out to be our best. And maybe our best ways is not to see through our own eyes, but to see through the eyes of those who are suffering, those who are in need, those who are hurting, those who are sitting beside the road, even though consciously we didn't, we, we are not trying to make them there, but they are sitting at the side. They are not invited to the middle. They are not invited to the place of honor. Maybe by seeing, even for a short amount of time, through the eyes of a blind man, maybe something changes. And maybe that's the Holy Spirit moving. Maybe we need to do that more. Maybe we need to do our work not to just change the laws, but yes, to change the laws, but not just to change the laws, but maybe we need to do our work to see through the eyes who are suffering so that not only their place changes, but also ours changes. Maybe my heart is moved, not by just cheapening uh, something by giving charity, but really moved so that when I give, I, begive, I give because both of us need to change. This whole, new, new, this whole world needs to be turned upside down. This whole world needs to uh, move so that we can become something different because we can come a new humanity because we are invited by this Jesus to move, to change. For us, by ourselves, maybe it's impossible. But for God, maybe all things are possible. So hear the invitation, siblings in Christ, to move and to see from a different place. And maybe the Holy Spirit might do something special. Let us pray. Timaeus, I'm so sorry. We are so sorry for not seeing you. For using our power to keep you silent and in your place. I need you to be in the place of honor. Not because we'll somehow 
uh, let me inherit eternal life, but because without seeing through your eyes, I will forever be blind. It seems like I'm using you again, for, and if it does, forgive me. I know my riches and power so easily blind me. I ask you to help me see my disease. And maybe, maybe, through your eyes, you might help me see the real glory of God. Amen. of the day will be projected for you. You have a refrain to sing. Open our eyes. We'll sing that refrain twice at the beginning. I'll sing it for you once so you can learn it and then you can join in and sing with me.
us to follow but to lead. Give us hope not just to follow but to lead. Daryl will lead us in the prayers of the church. There is a response that we will sing to the petitions. Healer of our every ill. giving thanks for your constant love and mercy and for the wonders of all creation, we lift our prayers to you. Healing God, we rejoice in the wide diversity of your creation that surrounds us and of which we are a part. Guide us to love all, value all, and protect all, that this wonderful world may thrive as we overcome division and bitterness of our times. Let us recognize that we are each the other to someone and treat everyone with kindness and respect. Hear us as we sing. We pray for the leaders of the nations that they will put politics aside and save lives and create governments that prioritize equity and humanity at this critical time. We lift up Haiti and Afghanistan as they confront violence and chaos, so often resulting from outside interference or neglect. Guide us all to find common solutions of justice and hope that all people might thrive. Hear us as we sing. As we journey through this pandemic, we pray for those who are most vulnerable, those who have lost jobs or hope for the future. We pray for those who have been impacted by the virus, either medically, financially, or psychologically. Let us surround them with your love. You who healed Bartimaeus's blindness, we pray for all in our congregation who are ill or grieving a loss of a loved one. 
And we give you thanks for the miracle of the skilled hands of doctors, nurses, and scientists as we rejoice at the success of Kelly Henrio's brain surgery this past week. Hear us as we sing. On this 25th anniversary day, we give thanks for the vision of TLC leaders, past and present, who imagined this space into being and help keep us pointed toward the mission of providing a place of welcome for all and a community that lives out the call, blessed to be a blessing in so many ways. Hear us as we sing. these prayers and those unspoken, that those who go out weeping may indeed return with shouts of joy. In the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Go on a trip. Go share God's peace with your neighbor across the aisle. It's good to do that. another it's good that we are here and that we we demonstrate this affection I want to punctuate as Amy comes up here we have an announcement one announcement I have next week is Reformation Sunday so uh, bring out your red you know whatever that means 
and uh, we'll kind of adorn uh, the sanctuary space with if we're wearing the color red as, as part of our celebration for Reformation. Please, Deacon Amy. Thank you. And in addition to Reformation Sunday, it's also Halloween. So if you'd rather come in a costume, you're welcome to do that as well. Can it be a red costume? It could be a red costume. <laughs> we, we can go all kinds of ways with that. Uh, good morning. We are celebrating a couple of birthdays this morning. Kiana Henney is celebrating her birthday today, as is Jan Wright, our council president. And I know Jan's here. Good morning. Happy birthday, Jan. <laughs> as you travel into the gym for a coffee hour, you'll notice that there is coffee, but also some gigantic cinnamon rolls this morning as we are celebrating our 25th anniversary in this sanctuary. So we'll get to that announcement in just a minute, but do enjoy coffee hour in there, and also uh, go visit Christy Etzel at the table on the far side of the gym. She has information about our gathering for Western State Hospital. We're gathering Christmas gifts for them, as we do every year around this time. Uh, we want to take notice of the beautiful altar flowers this morning given to the glory of God by Sharon and Gordy Edberg in Thanksgiving and celebration of their 57th wedding anniversary. Thank you for those. <laughs> Following worship this morning down the hall in the fireside room is adult education, and we want to welcome Pastor Chris Odie, and I think he's here in the back. Good morning, Pastor Chris. He is here from Living Stones Prison Congregation. There you go. <laughs> That's the level of humor you can look forward to. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you for being here with us this morning. Um, what else? Youth announcements. Confirmation class is meeting after the second service today. We will be sorting and boxing all of the wonderful food donations that you have been bringing in all morning. Thank you for helping us to fill the van to feed our hungry neighbors this week. And this week's uh, youth group ministry will gather on Wednesday on Zoom. Uh, next week we'll be back in person. So as I mentioned, today is the 25th anniversary of being in this sanctuary. October 20th, 1996. How many of you were here that Sunday? I love it. I love it. Look at all of those hands. Laura has put together a lovely video for us.
What an exciting time 25 years ago. And just the beginning, really, look at how we've grown since then. Um, as the, the slide said, we look forward to our future together. And one of the things that we do so well here at Trinity is share our blessings with our community uh, near and far. So I invite our council president, Jan Wright, forward to continue that tradition. And I believe David Campbell from our endowment committee is coming up as well. As you can see, we rehearsed this carefully. Uh, hi, good morning. I'm representing the endowment uh, committee this morning. And before Jan gives some uh, great news to us, I just want to share just a couple of quick facts. First of all, $31,000 of the benevolences that you're going to see here shortly came from the endowment fund. Also, in addition, either uh, already granted or will be granted $210,000 this year from the endowment fund will go to scholarships. Um, very proud of that fact. And, and the bottom line is these funds are sustainable. The gifts to the endowment fund create these every year. So uh, more detailed information is available on the website under the header of uh, giving. Much more detailed information about the endowment fund. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> On behalf of the congregation, the church council has the privilege of choosing how to designate special allotments from the endowment committee. As a group, the church council discusses current global, national, and local needs. We look at where extra dollars might make a positive impact in the world, in our world. At our October council meeting, we chose two projects to give $5,000 each. The first one is, and uh, I need some people to, you want to do that? <laughs> is, to the, is to the Lutheran disaster response. Come on up. Um, and specifically, we earmarked this for Haiti. Um, a few years ago, several of us traveled to Haiti uh, with Carl Olson, and we were there to help build a church, which is also a school. Uh, Haiti is a very poor country, and they are dealing with multiple crises. Uh, two months ago, on August 14th, they had another devastating earthquake. Um, I could go on and on about what's going on about Haiti right now, but I'll just say that the people of Haiti are hurting. So our church is sending $5,000 to the Lutheran Disaster Relief where those dollars will go directly to help the people of Haiti. The second check, Jane, for $5,000 goes to Lutheran Immigration Services, specifically for the resettlement of Afghan refugees 
in the state of Washington. Most will be near Fife and Auburn. They, these displaced people come to the United States with very few personal um, possessions. They must learn our language and get jobs and support their families. When they arrive, they need a place to live. They need basic groceries. They need supplies to get started in a new life, in a new country. Our church is sending $5,000 to help these folks get settled and to give them hope. And lastly, here's a biggie, and we'll let Tom hold this one. Sorry. <laughs> we did not rehearse that. <laughs> this is the total amount that we've given this year through benevolences through the Endowment Committee. We are blessed to be a blessing. For the many people in the life of this congregation who donate their lives in service, making these decisions and guiding us and making these recommendations. And we're, I think in our hearts, we need to be mindful of the prayers we need to offer daily for those out of this congregation who are just willing, like Kay and Dave, to just be a part of service like this. So we give thanks for their time as well. I ask you please to stand as we sing the Lord's Prayer. And now as you leave this place of worship for your calling, for your ministry in this world, we give thanks knowing that you go with the love of Christ in your heart and you are prepared to be that leaven, that agent of grace. And so as you go hear these words, may God bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Our sending hymn is Give Us Your Vision. It's a tune that you know well, Be Thou My Vision, but new words perhaps more pointed to this Sunday and uh, our experience today. Give Us Your Vision.
Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good to see you again.